This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Noplaton. This show is for C-level executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers who have found success, but they don't have the life that they want. On this weekly show, we're going to be talking about business skills to have more business while we design our ideal life and have more life. More business, more life without sacrifice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today we're going to talk about holiday traditions. Whatever you're celebrating, whatever your family did celebrate, did it did it fall away? Is it still going? How do you do that? How do we make these things a priority? And even like the gift giving, the overconsumption things, how can we make this special again? These are special times to gather and be together, which is one of our core values together. And we're going to explore a whole bunch of different things that we're doing to take maybe some old traditions and make them new and just other ways that we can enjoy the season, no matter what background, or this is going to be a very diverse conversation about all different ways to celebrate, but let's talk about celebrating. Let's jump in this. Welcome back, boys. That's what we say on the, when, we, when I used to play hockey, right? They call it the, the boys, but you're, you're both men in, in my book, so... Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> just to get just to get that right out in the beginning of this podcast. So here we are <laughs> upon the week of holidays. Although some of the holidays already started. If you're Jewish, then uh, Hanukkah is already well on its way as you're listening to this. Um, you know, uh, the winter solstice has also become really big in my family. You know, as I we as we looked at it. You know, though each of these seasons they they matter, right? And life changes during each season, and you know, winter is no different. And we kind of brush past it. But as I looked at the winter solstice, it, it the winter solstice itself. So this year it's uh, December twenty first, and uh, and obviously this is if you're in the northern hemisphere. For all of our Australian uh, folks listening in, you're like, what the hell? Winter are you talking about? This is summer, and yes, that is true. But you can take these notes for when you have your winter six months from now. So the for the northern hemisphere folks like us. Then we're in the shortest day of the year is what December 21st is. So it's the day that the sun rises the latest and sets the earliest. And so, and in that time, as you look at uh, history, it was a time to to work less just overall in the winter time, you know, especially when you're, you, you had your farm or, you know, you're a local business person, you know, things would slow down, which is really good. And in, in our day and age, we've, God, everything's so gosh fast, you know, just like go, go, go that we, uh, we kind of railroad through this time. And that this is also like yin and yang bringing in some of that Eastern, the Eastern mindset is that, you know, we've got to have the yin and the yang, right? And, and sometimes we're all yang, go, you know, especially America, United States of America. It's like, you know, all the time, more energy, so back to this idea of slowing down, if it's the slowest day of the year, and if you look at uh, circadian rhythms, right, then the idea is to, we don't even know the effect of light on us, you know, like it's only been in the last, you know, 100, 120 years that 
most households have actual lights, you know, like in the house. Before that, it was a candle. So you would only, and depending on how wealthy you were, how many candles you're going to burn because it costs money to make candles and have candles. So you'd be like, the candle's burning out. It's time to go to bed, everyone. And you would sleep. So uh, all this (laughs) rambling to get to the winter solstice, it's the shortest day of the year. It's a day of slowing down, reflecting. And so my family and I have made a new ritual to uh, use that time as a family. And um, so um, I have my two daughters and my wife would kind of start, they they kind of uh, do some stuff in the house and kind of kind of look at it as a clearing. It's not like necessarily spring cleaning. They're not really cleaning, but they're just kind of like cleansing the energy of the house and kind of setting it. They'll light different candles and get prepared because it's almost like thinking of it as like a ceremony. And then my son and I, and we live in the forest now. So we actually just go out onto our property and find uh, a fallen piece of tree or sometimes we cut stuff. Sometimes we find the perfect size. It needs to fit in our fireplace. And we find what they call a Yule log. And uh, I, you know, all growing up, I heard about Yule logs, but I never thought anything about it. But it was, it's a thing, you know, my wife and I looked it up. So, and there's lots of different traditions, but the one that we picked up on is you get this Yule log, you go find it, we bring it in, um, and then we kind of carve some kind of symbol or words in the log. Everyone in the family has the opportunity to carve in there. And we carve something that we want, whether it's gratitude or something we want for the new year. And then it's a time where we all share what we're grateful for. And then, um, and now what we do is we keep one piece of the Yule log. So we burn that log till it's got a little piece left. And so then, so for this year, we'll take the Yule log from last year, the leftover, we'll put that in the fire and then we burn the new one till it's down to almost gone. And then we kind of put it aside and then we uh, let it cool off and then wrap that up for the next year. And this is uh, now, this will be the third or fourth year that we've been doing this. And so it's just overall, it's a time and you can make your own tradition, you know, with your family, what you want. But I guess the, the overarching pieces of it is a time to, and I find this over the whole holidays, you know, we gather with our, our loved ones, you know, but if you put that extra layer of gratitude in there, like, what are we really grateful for? It's like, what worked really well this year? What didn't work so well? What do we want to learn from this time? And then what would I like for next year? So it's, it's a great time to reset and, and, and bring ourselves to what we want to do for next year. You know, so I, you know, so this is a, a big deal. And, and then, then we have our time with family and stuff, you know, for, uh, for other days of the holiday and, and whatnot. So I, I'm curious um, if you have some similar other rituals or what you think about this idea of just slowing down and reflecting, just opening it up to you, uh, Todd and Giovanni. Uh, you know, we've been homeschooling our, our kids uh, since they were, were very young. And one of the traditions that we've done with our homeschooling circle and friends and family is, is the Advent Spiral. And uh, I know that we've actually done it uh, a few times together. Yeah, uh, you invited us. That was great. As family. And one of the cool things uh, about that tradition is that, you know, we build the spiral. Uh, we go out into the forest, just like you and your son, and we collect branches from pine trees or redwood trees, whatever we find l- laying in and around the, the woods around by our house. And then we build the spiral 
And then the whole point is the kids come, we share food, we share uh, drinks, apple cider, and all those kinds of things. And then everyone goes into the room where we have the, the spiral laid out and it's dark and it's quiet. There's no speaking. Everyone's silent. And then the master of ceremonies uh, will go in and light a candle in the center of the spiral. And then we start with the youngest kids first and everyone takes their turn of bringing in a candle that's unlit and you walk the spiral in darkness and you light that candle and then on your way out, you set it down somewhere in the spiral and every child gets to walk that spiral in the dark and then light their candle and then and then leave. And then by the time everybody's done, the room is lit up with, with lights. And then moving forward, the rest of the year, every day gets lighter and lighter and lighter. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I love the meditation aspect of it. Uh, I love the, the being able to be quiet and contemplative. You know, it's, it's just it's a it, just like you were saying, it's a, it's an amazing tradition to contemplate and think about what has gone on over the last year and what kind of changes do you want moving forward as we get more light in, uh, in our life and, um, and whatnot. So uh, that's one of the ones that comes to mind as a, a great tradition that we do. It's so beautiful too. And thanks for uh, reminding me of that. And, and uh, the times you invite us to that is, it is such a beautiful thing. And these, you know, I think we, um, you know, what just came to me as you're saying that Todd is we've, we've, Kind of, I don't, I don't know, maybe not for everyone, but definitely in my life. So I'll speak for myself, you know, where I didn't give as much uh, time for ceremony, mm. you know, I mean, these traditions, we might look back at, at the, that they're silly or this tradition that our family had, but if you really look at it, there was a good reason. And, you know, and this, this goes back to a previous podcast we had is we don't slow down enough and just think about that exercise. And I remember the last time we did it together, Todd. In the with you know going in and light you know going into the darkness and lighting up the room, and how quiet it was and still and it just gave us a lot of time to breathe and think mm. and it's it's beautiful I love it brother I love it it is and 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 how often do you have you know kids that are two and a half three years old four years old five years old six years old how often do you give them the opportunity to be quiet and contemplative. Um, and oftentimes while the, the kids are doing this, uh, we have someone playing the harp or the flute or, uh, you know, a Native American flute. Um, and so it's just so, so peaceful and, and contemplative and, and slow. And I, you're right. I, I often don't think that we do it enough with ourselves. And I definitely don't think that uh, we do it enough with our, our, our family together. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, it made you just I'm, how can we do this more on a weekly basis? I know that might be intense, but I'm not saying to do that far of a ceremony, but how can we do like a mini version of that? We started to thanks. Uh, I keep giving Leticia Reyes a bunch of shout outs from 109. She uh, came on our podcast and she does a weekly gratitude jar. And we started doing that every Sunday with my family. And that has been time. And we're not really discussing it. Actually, we pass out little papers 
and everyone writes down what they're grateful for and puts it in the jar. And then actually, this is what we're adding. So this will be the first year on the winter solstice. We're going to open up that jar and everyone's, and you write your name on it. So we're going to pass out everyone's uh, gratitude. And then you're going to, we're going to read off. I, I don't know how we're going to do it yet. We're going to read off some or all of them. And then you're going to reflect back at the whole year and say, wow, I, was, I forgot I was grateful for that. Uh, oh, you know, this happened that week. I remember that. So, uh, but so it's a mini way to have a mini ceremony. You know, it doesn't take but a few minutes, but it does make us slow down and think, what am I most grateful for today? Yeah. And I love the idea about doing that weekly. Um, I know that we just did a workshop together and, uh, oftentimes, you know, in that workshop, we thought about where we are in our present state. And then, you know, we do a little contemplating and where were you a year ago? And, and what did that feel like? And so I really love the idea of doing that weekly where I could think about where I was and then and lead with gratitude. And, and right. uh, you know, that, what a great way to start your week uh, instead of doing it once a year. Right, right. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to give a big shout out to Pro Audio Voices. They help me with all of my podcasts and Becky and her team are just amazing. I've known them for years, even before I started my podcast. And that's why she was my go-to because not only does she help me sound great and produces the podcast so it's easy for me, I can do what I do best. I do the speaking and the interviewing and then they do all that background work to help get the podcast out there in the right way with the highest quality. But on top of that, what makes it most critical to me, for those of you that know me, wow clients are important, wow relationships are important and working with Becky and her team is definitely wow. I get an amazing experience. I get to work with amazing people. A lot of love and hugs. Let's put it that way. So if you want to work with great people and you want to get a podcast out and you want to let go of all the technology and the way that it's recorded so you can do what you do best, then you definitely want to get a hold of Pro Audio Voices. And it's proaudiovoices.com and you'll be able to reach Becky and her team and be able to let go of all that stuff so you can do what you do best and then delegate the rest. And I know for you, Giovanni, and I'm with you, Todd, and Giovanni, for you, you like, I know some of the things, you know, I just want to bring up some family things because I know on one of our other podcasts, you were talking about how your family makes the tamales and, you know, my family, we have a cannoli tradition. Like my great grandfather was a a pastry chef from Sicily. And so they, he made cannoli every year we made cannolis and, and, you know, even that's where we're there, we're making this food, but there's, there's a ritual to that. There, that's almost the ceremony in itself. And we're just coming together and we're making food for our family that we can all enjoy. But I guess, uh, what would you add to all this, Giovanni, as far, as far as your family or yourself and your traditions at this time of the year? Uh, yeah, no, those are great. Uh, so my wife and I actually don't have any traditions. Like, I mean, we typically wouldn't have the traditional, quote unquote, traditional, what is traditional, yes. um, you know, American kind of holidays, uh, specifically Christmas. Type thing, right? So in previous podcasts, you and I discussed, uh, you know, we would go to my, uh, my, what was my grandma's house, not my aunt's house, and all the cousins and aunts and uncles, we would all be making tamales on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Eve night, we would go and it'd be family and just uh, celebrating with, uh, you know, we used to do a gift exchange. And I think recently, recent years, we kind of shifted it to like a donation kind of a thing because we don't need things anymore, right? As all the cousins have gotten older. And uh, so that's like the main thing uh, when we were able to do that in person. And then 
we kind of both fell off of like the whole traditional Christmas thing of gifts and stuff like that. We just saw Christmas had become too commercialized, you know, and it's just this, especially like after Thanksgiving, right? It's like all these sales and stuff. And we're just like, we don't really prescribe to that. We don't like that. Um, so even within our just immediate families, we started to say, Hey, instead of gifts, let's do, let's donate to a cause that we all like. And then we just donated that way. But what you guys had just mentioned actually are really good ideas for uh, like my wife and I to start a new tradition um, yes. and see it's more of the contemplative things. And I actually told my wife about the gratitude jar and, and all this stuff. We actually were looking at like stuff uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was. And so we're in the market for new traditions, um, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> for it we should open a new website buy your tradition <laughs> buy here your, like yeah. new traditions <laughs> yeah well i think it's good i think i don't know i think like on this i think a lot of people are looking for something different right we've been fed I, and this just comes from me like oh, i'm a millennial like i've just been fed like commercialism my whole life right? right just buying and buying and buying and buying and then buy some more and then we're just starting to see, hey, they didn't work for the generations before us. It's not going to work for the generations after us. And I think a lot of people are looking for something different and more meaningful, especially millennials. I mean, they want they want purpose. They want something behind it. And so I think we are looking for more purpose in things that we do. And I think that is changing. So I think this is a great episode for people who are listening uh, that are, you know, just wanting something more than just the, the same old, same old commercial holiday. And I would encourage to add to that, Giovanni, and I totally agree with you. And that's why we've chose to look up the the solstice, you know, like what is this thing and what does it mean and why is it important? And, you know, we started learning and making new traditions, but also not to get away. I just want to, you know, play almost the, the opposite for a second of gift giving. Yes, it's become commercialized, but let's let's remember, like even um, I forget the author's name, but he created the book, The Five um languages of love. Yeah. Yeah. The five, and one of them's gifts and people, there are certain people that is uh, important for them to get those gifts, but it doesn't mean you have to go buy these commercial things. A gift could be, it's even more meaningful when you make something, you know, like for, for, for my wife, we've had our anniversaries in the beginning. I'd be thinking, Oh, what am I going to get my wife? And, you know, as you're together long enough, it's like, Hey, we have, like you said, we have what we need. You know, and uh, and even a lot of our uh, stuff around the holidays, we buy all our uh, stuff like, oh, you know, we need some more soap or we need some more of this. So like our <laughs> active things, we just give to each other, you know, at that time of the year. Um, so then it is, th- they are things we need. And, but then we can have that idea of we're all opening things together. So we've done things like that. But then also just making some really cool things like, you know, when, when we were dating, I would write more letters to my wife. I would, you know, maybe draw something or be creative. And now we're, I'm pushing myself and it took a little bit of extra to go back to that, that time of dating. And so even our, just our past anniversary, I wrote this letter and then I don't know what came into me. I was thinking how I wanted to fold the paper in a cool way and like make this gift of this letter. And when I folded it, I uh, couldn't think how to fold it more uniquely than I had before. I've done so. So then I just started writing on the next page and then I made a theme. So I had the whole, like an eight and a half by 11 and I wrote this letter and then I folded it in half and I had another theme and I wrote about another theme in our life and I wrote that part of the letter. Then I folded the paper in half again and then I wrote another theme of our life and our relationship. Like, oh yeah, this happened and we this is part of our journey. And then I folded it in half again and I did it as far as I could and so I couldn't fold than half anymore. And they all had a different theme. And I think I got like seven good themes of our 
of our life together into this thing. And that was a freaking piece of paper, but I put so much love and thought into that. And then that was like that. I can't remember what else I did. You know, we, we actually had like a nice dinner and some things like that. And sometimes I'll add flowers into the mix on that or buy a plant that we can plant in the ground. Cause I like to do that instead of just having cut flowers too, but we do both. But that was the biggest gift. So I guess just bring, you know, bringing it back, you know, yes, let's maybe tone down the commercialism of it, but let's not forget to give each other gifts, even if it's our time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like what Giovanni was saying about spending time with his grandmother and spending time with his aunt. I was just speaking with my, my parents as well. And we were going over, uh, what memories do you have with your grandparents? What memories do you have with your aunt and uncles? What kinds of food did your grandmother teach you how to make? What kind of recipes did, you know, they share? And so I, I think it also gives, you know, maybe grandparents don't know how to collect, connect with their millennials. Maybe they, you know, and so I think we could find that common ground and allow them to give us those gifts of traditions and recipes and food and, you know, all of those things like you were talking about uh, with your grandfather as well. And then the other thing that you were saying, Steve, about working on those, that, that paper and, and really putting a lot of love into that. One of the things that came to my mind, if anyone's ever been to a workshop with Steve, he plays this video of, of his life. And when he plays that, and it shows the things that he's done with his kids. It's, it's like a little uh, window into the history of, of his family and, and those memories. Just imagine if we could do that once a year. And so, you know, everyone has a phone in their pocket and they're taking photos all year long. Just imagine if we, you know, put a little bit of effort into putting that into a slideshow, you know. And I'll tell you, Steve, every time you play that video, it brings tears to my eyes because of how special that is. And so, you know, I, I, that, I, I was thinking of that, as, that, that as, a, as a good idea, you know, of just... Yeah, I've been th- thinking about that and I just need to do it. But yeah, it'd be great to have like our annual yearbook as a family. And then even that video, usually like I update that video you're talking about like every three to four years, it would be nice to even update that a little bit more frequently and, you know, just have, see some of those new faces and things yep. that we've done. I think it's important. I even have a gift you gave me. So I'm holding up a rose quartz and I put this in my pocket a lot of days because before that, I'm going to reach over here. I always had like big old rose quartz that I'm not putting in my pocket. I'm holding up a rock right now. And then definitely uh, try to put that in your pocket. Yeah. Don't put that in my pocket. And then I, and, and Todd, you gave me this and you know, like that, uh, this token has, you know, really cause rose quartz is a calming thing. And I know, and so just having this close to me a lot of days, I think it makes, uh, and in just the token of our relationship too. So it's just, uh, Sometimes this goes back to that whole point Giovanni was making. Let's make our gifts mean something more than just like, oh, buy this and buy that. Yeah. I love all these ideas. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much to choose from. It's the simple things, you know, like uh, just being around our property and like, getting the iris, the the plant that grows, uh, you know, here the indigenous people would make baskets and uh, weave things and make bracelets. And I just think there's so much more love. It goes back to like you were saying, I think you said it, Todd, like what, what, uh, what did grandma teach you how to cook? You know, it's like those things that we poured love into our families, you know, of, of putting our love. I think 
you know, that's why I even spent so much time telling that story about the note, you know, that's a piece of paper, but what about the energy that I put into that little, that piece of paper, that thin piece of material, eight and a half by 11 inches. And it has so much in it. And just like, you know, so when you look at, you know, a basket that's been weaved that took maybe hours of someone's life and they're putting that energy into that. Those are magical things. And, and I, and I hope, I know we are as a family is like bringing our mindset back to that. Um, it's, uh, it's important. It's important. And yeah. I, you know, I, I think Steve, that used to be a tradition where uh, grandmother would make doilies that she would spend months on or uh, your grandmother or mom would make a sweater or a scarf that she knitted and spent all this time picking out the pattern and the colors and, you know, um, all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I feel like we're kind of just bringing it back. Yeah. And you might not be able to go all that far. Maybe some of you are like, I'm not ready to give that much time, but you know what I've found? All those things are forms of meditation. Mm. (laughs) Think about that when you're knitting you're when you're making those doilies, when you're cooking, it's all an experience. And, you know, I'll just say one thing, and I know we got to wrap up this podcast, but one thing that I've noticed in my life is that at first I I delegated all those, those household things like, Oh, I'm going to get a personal chef. And, and I've done that. And it's like delegate all of our food. And you know what I'm doing now? I'm delegating more of my work and getting back to making my own food because those things matter. And they're, they're really close to the love and our family and to make food for our family. And it's not always the case. Do I always do that? No, but we're working towards that. I would like to get it to where together as a family, we're making every meal together. That's just not plausible. Maybe it never will be. Maybe that's wishful thing, but maybe it will. You know, I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. But I'm just, uh, just notice what we're delegating and what do we want? And this kind of goes back to other discussions we've had. It's like, what do you want in your life? It's by design. So start planning that. So if you want to cook more and, and you want to make those doilies, then guess what? You got to plan that. That's planning your fun. You, then you make you make that, you want to make that sweater, then you got to plan it. Yeah, I'm going to work on it an hour every day for the next three months to have that done for uh, the solstice or to have it done for Christmas or to have it done for Hanukkah or, or whatever, whatever it is, Kwanzaa, like, you know, you name it, whatever holiday you want to celebrate right now, then, uh, you know, put, put that time there, ask yourself what you would like and then make the time for it. And then, you know, Javon, if you want to keep that tamale, uh, tradition, you know, you can do a small batch with you and your wife. Like I did that for yeah, a long time. It's I, a lot of work. I know. <laughs> my wife trying to get me to learn how to make it by myself. I'm like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And you know what? I want to say something. I'm going to make an announcement for myself and for you, Giovanni. Cannolis is a big task, right? Like as like a tamale, like it's an all day event to make cannolis to have that couple minutes of a treat in your mouth, <laughs> right? And and uh, I don't want that to be lost. And so last year I made it with my son and it was awesome. And I want to do it again. And yes, it's a big day to plan. And, and we used to do it all together. So you'd make these huge batches, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to figure out how to make smaller batches or make a big batch and give it away. And so then that's a thing to give away, but I don't want that to be lost. So I'm just saying, I guess I'm throwing a little encouragement your way, Giovanni. Like I'd say, do it and plan for it. And yes, it's a lot of work, but make it a time of love for you and your family. And then let that tradition keep going. Even if you have to make that and give it away to all your neighbors. I know when we grew up, everyone loved the holidays because all of our neighbors got cannoli. And uh, so, you know what, even though it's because the recipe comes in like 
dozens. It's not like you, I don't even know if I can make a small batch. I don't know how I would because all the measurements, I don't even know how to divide it that small. So I think everyone gets cannoli. You want a cannoli? You get a cannoli. Hey, you come. Hey, they deliver the mail. Hey, you want a cannoli? We got to get it. Either way, (laughs) we just give them away. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And Steve, I just also want to say for those that have children or about to have children, the things that you do will seem normal to the kids. So you're saying it takes a long time, Giovanni, to, you know, to make that. And Steve, you're saying it, it takes a long time and you make a ton. Um, as you do that, that will seem normal. That, you know, making these gifts around whatever holiday you're celebrating, that will seem normal. That will be normal for them. And it doesn't have to be a long time because actually, what do we want to do? You know what I want to do, Giovanni? I want to spend time with my kids. So if I have to spend the whole day in the kitchen, we get flour (laughs) all over ourselves. We're laughing at each other. You know, okay, that's part of the fun. And then because we're doing these seasonal things now, we just had a family meeting about what we want for 2021. And we're going to do this for the equinoxes and for, you know, the summer solstice, and then, you know, not make the gift giving so big at one time of the year. Let's like give a little gift at all of those seasons. And that's what it was supposed to be like celebrating the harvest, you know? So, so anyway, just these are, well, I guess what we did today, and I'm glad we all did it. We brought all these new, just, you know, and they're not new. They're actually old. It's like, we got to go back to celebrating and having ceremony. They were the traditions. Yeah. 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 Making memories. That's it. And whatever you want it to be, let it be, but let's not let that. And what are they, everything we talked about is together. It's either like doing things together, doing things for each other, feeding each other, uh, and making it special, like not grab and go food. And, you know, cause I think that's the holiday. It's like, Oh, what gifts am I going to get? Let's grab some food. Okay. We're going to, host this, have this potluck, make this. It's like, no, you know what? Slow down, put the love back in it. Let's make the food together. Let's all get in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. And I hope this helps everyone listening. And even just for us, I I know this reinforces it for me because it's only been the last three years. We've really been trying to forge, you know, like we said, kind of looking back to move forward again, Yeah, you know? Well, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining me again uh, for our time here. And I hope this was helpful as you're going into this, uh, this week of holidays, just asking yourself, what would you like and what's important to you? And then let that come to the surface. That's all. I guess that's how you put this. Let that go. If it's together, let that come to the surface. If, if it's eating some special family food together, then do that. And even if it takes a long time, put the love into that. Don't think about how much time it takes. Think about how much fun you can have as a family doing that, you know? So awesome. Thank you guys for letting me uh, go deep on this. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode. Happy holidays, uh, solstice, uh, whatever you're celebrating, uh, giving you love and diversity to this holiday. It doesn't matter what specifically you're celebrating or what tradition your family has. Go enjoy that. Uh, Lots of love from all of us to you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to, 
and it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients and we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopolitan.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopolitan.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.